after all. The poet Donahue said he was once having such a hard time with his publisher. Every manuscript he sent came back completely rejected, with every passage scornfully annotated, struck through, rubbished. He said it was like entrusting the contents of one's home to the removal men and seeing the one-way flow of each item passing down the line, pegged to their removal strings, hoisted out of the empty chamber, one by one, like old laundry on an assembly line. Until one day, one item got sent the other way, spared being heaped in the dewy memory dump. A notebook was returned with one passage boldly circled multiple times. Finally, the annotation beside it read, This is it. And as Donahue read the words inside the circle, it was as if the literary temple he had been trying to construct for the last weeks, months, years even, fell away like a cheap edifice, like the mere scaffold built around these resonant lines that seemed to pulse with every word's truth. And to think, in the scribble of composition, he had barely noticed the scratch upon the page. But now, here they were, a gleaming epithet for all times, crystallized in ink. The passage read, Learn to say hola, live life to the cola. Jesus taught his enemies how to fight underwater. They would always want to do it in the shallow end, 
where they could feel their feet securely on the pool's floor. No, Jesus would assert. You must fight me in the deep end, where your blows may slosh freely, and your feet do not know the ground. moving around in the same current, related only through their movement in current, but all clouding consciousness. And this consciousness, I think people mistake consciousness as sight. Sight is primary for many people. But there's sound, there's hearing consciousness, there's a touching consciousness, taste consciousness, uh, a mind consciousness, a sort you've had, all those things, they're all consciousnesses. I went into a library to find a book about whales. 
the only thing on the non-fiction shelf was something by YouTube doing a serialized trolling of a well-beloved cartoon narwhal some two decades his senior. A whatevs shrug gaudily slapped over the scene where the narwhal guides some motherless comorants to safety. An eyebrow popping towards sponsored hairstyle on a head jammed between narwhal and her long-lost sister, the latter's warm, reconciliatory smile partially obscured by the tuber's Colgate smirk. This will not do, I said. I'm rather looking for something with a semblance of facticity. Factically's not a word, said the assistant. You mean factual, either factual or fictual, and this is the only one about a whale on the factual shelf. I told him I didn't think it should be on the factual shelf, consisting, as it did, of a clownishly coordinated series of superimposed derisions in the cowardice of retrospection. But then, for some reason, I thought of Moby Dick. Or was it just Moby?
Stories for trees and fields.